gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Okay, welcome back. Three Dudes with a View Thursday edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. We just heard from Terry Taylor at Taylor Family Farms. Folks, those those are great folks. They actually raise their pasture-raised chickens on uh, my farm. And uh, on, on my farm is located the first on-farm processing slaughtering facility ever constructed in tennessee and the advantage to that though is first of all these chickens are raised out on pasture you know they get bugs they get stuff like worms you know and the difference is incredible the taste the flavor the texture of a pasture raised chicken you'll never go back to a store-bought chicken uh taylor family farms you can find them on the interstate interstate internet interstate too maybe and uh yeah there we go and uh they also have a farm store which is open on i believe wednesday afternoons there at my farm out on 1551 john finney road they've got a, a, i mean they have home delivery options they have drop point options they uh all sorts of ways to obtain and get delivery of their products which is Taylor Family Farms on the internet. They're wonderful, <clears throat> wonderful folks. All right, dude number two, Clayton Harris is still out. He's not driving the bus. You must be on a trip to Florida or something. No, not yet. Uh, we're, we're actually leaving on Sunday to go to Las Vegas. But uh, yeah, we uh, I've taken care of a few things, waiting on the bank to open, and I'll be there here just a few minutes. All right, he's on the road on the way in. Number one dude, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. Look like another good morning, but a lot of smoke coming our way, I understand, huh? From Canada. Yeah, those that, that does happen. I mean, I've seen it before where, you know, you have a fire in Canada or a volcano goes off in Washington or something like that, and it, it will travel around the world. Uh, yeah, they're experiencing what uh, what California now those those huge uh, uh, forest fires, you know. Okay. In the meantime, the uh, the women of the view four cows four cows whose flatulence is ruining the planet. Uh, they have been canceled. <laughs> Bye, na 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 na. Hey hey. <laughs> I'm looking. They got involved in some real good discussions, though. I, I, if they're canceled, it must be for a short period of time. But no, they're canceled. Canceled. They cancel. Cancel. <laughs> they're canceled. Canceled. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, they'll come back. There'll be another talk program. But they attacked some real, real good issues. I, I was watching it the other day. They were, they were reviewing the the, the transgender person that wrote Page Boy and. Uh, they were explaining. Page Boy was explaining. Elliot Page is the is the transgender person's name, but uh, was explaining what they went through through childhood and and young adulthood, and how how they were totally confused and and 
trying to adjust to their own personal identity, which was very touching the way they this way he ex, uh, explained it to them, and uh, the type of feelings that his parents had initially, and then the type of feelings that his parents had afterwards uh, after they really uh, fessed up to what their gender identity was. So it was it was interesting. Well, Ms. York, I, I find it credible to think that those folks and their families are having a very difficult time to go through a very difficult time and, and may never fully process, you know, I mean, gender dysphoria is a reality. It does happen. And, uh, you know, the process, I, I just can't imagine how difficult that is for uh, those folks and their families, uh, mm-hmm. and that's why. So I, so I, I don't mean to discount that at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's obviously very real. Uh, yeah. And but the two things that bother me: uh, one is that uh, you know a fourteen-year-old is going to change their mind on everything fifteen different times, and uh, we should not allow permanent sex change. Um, uh, operations, uh, drugs, whatever, on minors. Now, after they become, after they turn 18, they've gotten the maturity enough to really know what's right for them, then they deserve to be supported uh-huh. and uh, and helped, you know. And, and I and, think, by and large, that's happening, but uh, this, uh, a, uh, Elliot explained the fact that they realize that they were different when they were about 11 years old yeah and i mean i don't they didn't have they didn't have an immediate sex change when they were 11 i mean he's he's up in his 30s now you know right right and i don't i mean i i credit the difficulties that were that you you were describing uh I mean, I, I I can imagine, and that, yeah. well, I it's guess just can, hard. That's why we we're seeing I, more. I try to imagine. Suicides. I try to emphasize. I'll put it that way. We we see in a lot of suicides on on young people, uh, particularly young females that are, that are having struggling with issues other than uh, a gender identity. But that's why it's important to have some kind of care for those people that need care. And and to and to have counseling for them, and I, not just cast them aside like we have a small group of people who don't want any kind of care for anything, you know. Oh well, I, I agree that that they do need our support and our care. Um, the 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 other thing that worries me, other than minors' permanent sex change procedures, is that uh, you know, and and I think we're seeing this that. Sometimes uh, these kids grow up in families who, for various reasons, are just not ex- supporting or acceptive, accepting, even condemning uh, of these children. And those children grow up with a very hostile view toward the world and can oh, yeah, yeah. and become very rejected you know? become very dangerous yeah if your family rejects you who loves you yeah. <laughs> you know 
They, Who loves they, you? If your family rejects you, and that happens in a lot of these cases, they, they have the potential denial, to become you know? very dangerous, like schools shooting up dangerous. And I suspect well, that's a large. Not, you know, and I, I look at a lot of. Uh, there's probably less than 100 transgender athletes uh, that's participating in any high school activity, and, oh, well, and that, there's an uproar about that. You know, well, I can't. I can't go along with you on that one. I no no men and women's sports. No 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 no. I can't go along with you on that. Yeah, uh, that, that's but, just, that but it's more. still a, it's a unique. It's not a unique issue. It's been since since Caesar's time. <laughs> you know, and, I have no doubt that transgenders have been around since the beginning the of time. Them, yeah, you know? be, beginning of time. Uh, I've never read any historical accounts, but I, I'm mm. positive that's the case. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a difficult issue that's been thrust on us in the national stage. But I think, yeah. I think, you know, we're, we're, I mean, all of a sudden, the Biden administration, their number one domestic agenda is transgender. Now, well, it's because transgender people are being so hated on, Dale. They're, they're, people are doing all kinds of things. You know, so, I don't, that, and, and let me just say this right okay, quick. Go. If people are interested in understanding how people deal with transgender that are transgender, I would, I would recommend that they get that book by Elliot Page called Page Boy and read it. That book read probably, it to understand. That book would probably give insight, but Mr. York, the, the I mean, transgender is less than one percent of the population. The diff- so why are people picking on them then, Dell? Well, the difficulties that they're having are not any different today than they were ten years ago, or twenty years ago, or fifty, or a hundred years ago. And Joe Biden never ran on "I'm going to help a transgender" when he was talking from his basement, and now it is his number one domestic agenda. Well, when you got people that are being uh, treated as if they're not human and and folks doing all kind of things to them then that's something that piques the interest of, of leaders true leaders they ought to be aware of it you know it, it just doesn't explain why I said that these things have been going on with transistors, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago. Yeah, 20, but there 50, hasn't been all the hate built up around. You know, no, people, uh, York, people I, would see people in, in oh, drag dress and just look the other way, you know. I miss now, York. now there's a group Mr. of folks who want to go beat them up. Mr. York, you know darn gone well that the hate was much more open and vicious against these people when you and I were growing up than it is now. No, no, no. Yes, I it had was. Several, I had several, and it was, not transgender, <laughs> but people who had a different lifestyle in my school. Oh, Lord, people nobody, see some... Nobody mess with them. People see some guy dressed in drag, they'd spit on him, uh, call the police, you know, the whole nine yards... I mean, that is just a false narrative that things have gotten worse for transgenders in the last year. They've always been bad, but they used to be worse. I remember what people used to do and say about gays when you and I were growing up, Mr. York. Well, they it was vicious. Things, but, I mean, nobody tried to attack them and, and yes, do they what did. they're doing now. Oh, Mr. York, they, I mean, every gay kid in school got the crap beat out of them just you, you for know being why? gay. Because the gays could fight. <laughs> no, the gay kids got the crap beat out of them just oh, for being. Oh no, I don't know what kind of gay kids you were around, but most of the gay kids I know could fight, and so we left them alone. Well, that's not what I saw at 
when I was growing up. Now, y'all might have had three or four people jumping on one. Well, yeah, jumped, exactly. You know, That's the way it would one work. One on one, you had no deal. Oh, no, one there was on never. One, you had no deal. There was never any shortage of jumper honors. I mean, it was cruel and vicious. And, and we've, we've, as far as gay or sexually different people, we have definitely, as a society, Im, uh, improved in our sensitivity to their problems and our treatment of them. Uh, I've, I've, the operative word is improved. Well, now, we need to improve some more. Well, it still doesn't explain <laughs> Joe Biden making that the number one issue in Joe his Biden domestic Joe Biden is the president agenda. of the United States, and whatever group he decides to support, that's that's what he should do as president. Uh, there's, uh, all right, if you're all for... And again, Buckwheat's out there just this week uh, uh, saying that the president wants to legalize uh, permanent gender change surgery for and pills for minors without the permission of their parents. And, I mean, she's out there. That's number one on her list when she gets out there in front of the press. And so if you are for that, vote for Joe Biden. All right, let's take a break, come back. Maybe Clayton will get back from whatever trip he's making. Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorsales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Thursday edition, our last show for this week. Tomorrow morning, this time, this station, Inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. We will see you again on Monday. My name is Delk Kennedy. I am dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, man? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. And the number one dude, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Hey, Delk. What's going on? Delk, I got a question for you. Shoot, Mr. York. Mark Meadows, the Trump's former chief of staff has testified twice to grand juries 
And uh, I'm wondering, what is he campaigning for? Is he campaigning for what you attorneys call a 5K letter? Or is he campaigning for a 5K 1.1 uh, motion? Uh, and you can, you're, the, you're the expert in the lawyer field. Explain to the listening audience what that means. 5K or the 5K 1.1 letter. Yeah, I mean, first of all, let me say what that is. And I've forgotten where 5K comes from, but pretty simply it's just a uh, you know if a person is charged with a crime and found guilty and then at sentencing if they have rendered assistance in uh to prosecutors to investigators in the solving of that crime or other crimes uh or, or other uh people involved in criminal activity then uh the prosecution may just write it's called the 5k letter i can't remember why just simply write a letter to the judge outlining uh the assistance that the defendant has given and ask the judge to take that in consideration at sentencing time sometime there will be specific recommendation you know a reduction of five years or ten years or whatever uh and sometime there won't be a specific recommendation there will simply be uh a request to the judge to take into account the defendant's uh, cooperation and assistance in sentencing. Not uncommon. Now, first of all, Ms. York, I'm not aware of Mark Meadows. I mean, this doesn't come into play unless you're actually prosecuted and convicted. I mean, this is part of the fantasy that they live. Well, but uh, but uh, has Mark Meadows been indicted? Yeah, but he's gone twice to the grand jury. Uh, one for January 6th and one for all the phone calls that he, he got a zillion phone calls and he was the point man for between January 6th and, and the Georgia uh, probe. Well, so it, it, he's been he's been up in front of the grand jury twice testifying and I'm just wondering what is he campaigning for? Is he campaigning oh, to get, get a light sentence or is he campaigning to, to try to Get some help if he gets sentenced. All right, you know? let, let, let let me unpack that. Uh, first of all, I mean, he's not necessarily, and I don't have any facts to indicate that he's campaigning for anything. He receives a grand jury subpoena, and if he does not appear in front of the grand jury according to the subpoena, the court can hold him in contempt and throw him in jail. So well, you know that that's why he's there. The committee subpoenaed him, too, and he just laughed at that. Well, that's a congressional subpoena, not a court subpoena. And that's a little different beast. Uh, the uh, So that, that that is an entirely different beast. But a court subpoena from a federal court to appear in front of a grand jury, uh, you get down there and unless you present to the court some legally valid reason like you know immunity or i mean not immunity um well uh, typical typical uh uh a, a typical response uh in appropriate situations is you know the, the sixth amendment you know right against self-incrimination um mm-hmm. That the but if he was indicted, if if the prosecutors would write this letter or, or mo- make a motion, 
it would go light on his sentencing if he was if he was also one of the culprits that that Mr. got John, indicted. I, I, I too, don't right? understand. There's there's it's fantasy a, land. I mean, there's no there's there there's no information I know of which leads me to believe that Mark Meadows is going to be indicted. Well, I, I was just wondering because he made the reason why I'm saying that everybody and their brother made contact with him on those two instances, whether in in Georgia or uh, January 6th. They were calling him, and he turned over a bunch of phone well, uh, tapes and uh, stuff. Uh, Ms. To York, the, when he gets committee. a federal grand jury subpoena, he's obligated uh, to go down and present documents and to present his testimony, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't, he's subject to contempt. It's just that easy. Yeah, well, I was just wondering what, I mean, what he's that just, impact as, as, his outcome. Well, <clears throat> just, as far as we know, and, and I'm just from everything I've read or seen, all he's doing is doing his duty as a citizen to testify before a grand jury when subpoenaed, or, or like just like serving on a jury when you're summoned. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just <clears throat> your civic duty. If he would tell the truth, you know, that's well, another issue. Of course, he, he's under oath in front of the grand jury. If he doesn't, he can be prosecuted for perjury. Yeah, because they probably got a lot of corroborating evidence uh, between all the folks that's been up there testifying you, between you those can, two cases. You, you can better believe that the FBI will check out every aspect of his testimony. Uh, yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, so... But again, we've got no information whatsoever to indicate that Meadows is the subject of any kind of criminal investigation. Well, you know, again, this goes back to they're wanting to, to get they're wanting to nail Trump on something. You know that you have the the Manhattan DA doing his thing. You have this special prosecutor that, uh, by all accounts, they're they're going to allegedly charge Trump with some type of charge next week regarding the documents and all that but i just want i just want the listeners out there that listen to this show or maybe you're just maybe picking us up for the first time excuse me to think about this think about all the different things that they have tried to nail him on russia gate but but, but here's here's the one thing that nobody's talked about recently dale and i thought about this yesterday and i thought about mr york okay if if you had a pulse and you were watching and keeping up with the politics over the last couple of years, I want you to think about this. And I, I, I cannot wait to hear Mr. York's reaction. Think about how long you heard, we got to have Trump's tax returns. We got to have them. Well, guess what? They got them. And there's nothing there. There's not anything there. They ran their mouths. Tax returns. We want tax returns. Only president candidate never to give their tax returns. And guess what? Nothing. Not a word, nothing. You know why, folks? Because it's fake news. These people, they'll do anything. They'll say, look what they did to Brett Kavanaugh and how they tried to ruin the man's uh, character. All right? So they'll make up stories just like tax returns, tax returns. Not a damn word about tax returns since they got them over six months ago. Illegally got no 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 no. Weisberger served time for that that tax business. Re- and it's still there. We're talking about the sense. president's personal tax returns. That's what na- I'm hey, talking na- about. Name name one thing that he that he has been charged with what with his tax returns. James was working on was. I'm talking about Donald tax Trump's returns. tax returns. Letitia James was working on that, and Weisberger done served some time for that. That's not Donald Trump. I'm that talking about Donald Trump. Business. His business. 
Oh, well, that's just... Per, per, we're talking, again, personal that, tax returns. That's, that's corporate liability. That's not, You're talking about it. I'm talking... That's part of it. That no, no, it's not. That in no way... There's no way part of it. Trump, no. Trump was not a party and was not charged in those proceedings. You you were one of the... Where's his tax returns? Where's his tax returns? All right, he got his tax returns and there ain't nothing there. The, the DOJ is... And then I'll, folks, I'm going to give you something to look for here. The DOJ is about to indict Trump. Now... Let me tell you the the chutzpah of this. What dumb? What they, I mean, these people are just I mean, dumb. The minute the minute they do, uh, his poll numbers exactly. will go up, and the more they do it, the more likely it is he's going to win, and the, the and more of a martyr Trump becomes, where people wouldn't care if he serves as president from inside a jail cell, and that's the, the you watch. That's the effect. That's what the effect of this is going to be. If y'all make Trump a martyr, you're crazier than I thought. I'm not making Trump a martyr. <laughs> you're doing it. You it's, and your party are doing Biden, it. It's Biden and the DOJ that are making him a martyr. But, but I, I can tell and you. Let me tell you. I want to tell you something Trump to watch for, Mr. Trump. Trump is going to get indicted. Because he committed those crimes. Oh, horseshit. He's deserving. It is not fake what he did. We're talking some documents he took out of his office and took home with him. Come on. Now. The hypocrisy. Yeah. The, uh, now let's talk about what to watch for to where you will know that this is a politically motivated persecution prosecution. Everybody knows. It doesn't take a lawyer to know. You know, the documents in question were stored at Mar-a-Lago. Almost all criminal indictments are brought where the incident took place, which in this case is Trump's home county in Mar-a-Lago, Florida, where he will get a fair jury panel and a fair trial. However, in the federal system, it is possible for them to indict him in Washington, D.C., where he will not get a fair trial, where they will find him guilty of anything that he's charged with, and that would be a clear, clear political prosecution. Watch and see what happens. Hey, I'm telling you, they're still trying to start a war. Still trying to start a war. Still drinking that Kool-Aid. <laughs> You're the one drinking it, Mr. York. Drinking that Kool-Aid. It's done gone to your brain. It's uh, just your, watch the polls after. Your perspective and everything. Watch the polls after. You know, I, I'm... And again, I'm I'm a personal example. I mean, I, I was fairly lukewarm on Trump, but when he starts being politically indicted, I, I'm coming off the bench. That makes me mad. I mean, you know. Well, Chris Christie's gonna give him a run for it. Chris, <laughs> Chris Christie isn't running anywhere, Mister York. Chris Christie can't run to the bathroom. I mean, that's just I'm fat slob. Well, whatever Chris Christie does, he will expose, and I can guarantee you, some people gonna open their eyes up. All right, just remember, you owe me one dollar for every state Chris Christie doesn't win. So that's gonna be fifty bucks. All right. The uh uh in the meantime <laughs> in the meantime uh what it was Y'all got trouble. In the meantime, y'all got plenty of trouble. <laughs> uh, oh, Clarence Thomas, by the way, failed to file his disclose financial disclosures on time again. Oh well. And I'm wondering if he's gonna go back and try to make all those corrections. I don't care. Since since he got all that money, Crow owns him, owns him. Well, this where Mr. York, you got off on this before, and then I looked up all the 
billionaire money and trips and stuff that Ruth Bader Ginsburg got, you know, and I wish I still had it. Well, but she's, she's dead and gone. We're talking about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, she's, say, yeah, she's dead and gone. I uh, mean, how are you going to prosecute a person dead and gone? We're talking about Clarence Thomas, your good your good person that y'all own, you know, the GOP owns him. Clarence Thomas has not. It sounds like the Democrats 150 years ago. Yeah, I mean, Clarence Thomas has not done anything all the other Supreme Court justices have done and are continuing to do. And uh, you bring that well, up. All, I, mean, all, all I don't want to talk about money. All of them take money, right? No, they don't take money, but people do entertain them and yeah. uh, take them on trips I, I and like stuff. I like that entertainment he was getting, boy. Well, it's perfectly legal, and the Democratic, uh, the liberal justices take just as much of it as the conservatives. Now, they let's move on. Corrupt for, disease lower, lower local No, Mr. Jordan, you got to quit reading those things. It's poisoning your brain. Now, the um, <laughs> here and here's the kind of thing y'all do, Mr. Trump. Mr. York, this, uh, you know. Oh, man, I'm having a heart attack. You call me Trump. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mr. York, excuse me. Uh, the, uh, here's some Arab guy, uh, you know, shot some people and killed them somewhere, probably Chicago. And this news reporter is on the air where she says the shooter was factually Arabic, but morally white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just like Lord. the young man that killed those folks. Praise Allah he's, and be morally white. <laughs> yes, he was sir. Hispanic with Nazi signs tattooed all over his body. Yeah, yeah. Funny uh, thing. Uh, I mean, you, an Hispanic can be radicalized. Uh, an Hispanic white, an Hispanic white supremacist. Yeah, okay. You're radicalized and don't know it. Anybody can be radicalized. Hispanic, That's why you got uh, Afro like proud yeah. boys. Afro-Cubans leading proud boys. Anybody can be radicalized. Yeah, so they're morally white, I guess. I don't know. All right. That seems like they're morally Cuban to me. Uh, Let's take a break and come back. (laughs) Anybody can be radicalized. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one of a kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color, gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Heller's Heatwave Heroes are keeping you from getting burned this summer. If you know you need an AC replacement, don't wait until it breaks down and you're sweating it out. Our Heatwave Heroes are saving the day with hot deals to keep you cool. Get a free UV light and free electronic air cleaner when you purchase select new HVAC systems this month. Don't wait until you need rescuing. Call the Heatwave Heroes. Visit happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Saturday, June 10th, South Music presents J.D. Darling. Now I'm punch drunk, love struck, shook up, baby. Live at the Mule House in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. She's from a small town. Celebrating the release of J.D.'s new album, Looking Forward, Thinking Back, with special guest Scout Spear. Tickets available at themulehouse.com or listen here to win. J.D. Darling, live at the Mule House. Brought to you by South Music DIY Dumpsters and Dixieland Management. Life gets busy, and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm, and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork, and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people, and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. say that your show is disgusting. Two white men and a white woman attacking a black man who's a Democrat, yet you have no balance to anything that you say. You act like a bunch of Southern You are ridiculous. You're a horrible show. You're a horrible representation of Tennessee. Y'all are disgusting. You're disgusting human beings. And either balance it out with someone who has a half a clue what they can talk about. You got a bus driver up there acting like he's better than him just because of what? I have no idea what his points are other than what Tucker Carlson told him what to say. Y'all are disgusting human beings. You need to get off the there. Three Dudes with a View, triggering liberals between Dollywood and Graceland Monday through Thursday from 8 to 9 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. 
Okay, folks, I'm back. Dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And our number one dude, uh, once again, Mr. Jim York. How you doing? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right, <clears throat> folks, I'm going to bring up something that I don't think um, anybody knows. We can't even find anything about it on social media. But I am looking at a uh, a poster from uh, Ron Ramsey and Associates. They're a realty firm located... East Tennessee, I believe. It's got a 423 area. Code. Yeah, Bloodville, Tennessee, I think. Oh, it's, wow. Yeah. It's really small writing. I can hardly... It's Ron Ramsey Auctions. It is a poster flyer uh, for a foreclosure auction of the Mule House on Monday, June 26th. Now, folks, that's disturbing and sad. Uh, Blair Garner and Eric and the Mule House have been an incredible uh, part of this community and an incredible addition to this community. Uh, and obviously it seems here that it's... I mean, sometimes these uh, foreclosure auctions are, are really a sort of a negotiating tool where the, you know, the lender and the debtor sort of giving themselves I mean they sort of using an auction date as a leverage to work things out uh, this looks like a flyer from a realty company which will hold the auction so it it appears to me at any event, any event that this auction is actually going to take place and that the mule house uh, will change hands where it will go or what will be done with it um, after that point uh, is, you know, can't be known. Um, I thought they were doing rather well, Dell. Haven't they had different venues there from time to time? Yeah, I, you know, Clayton and I was talking about it. We, we've we been worried about it for some time, you know, that it wasn't it's, quite it's, yeah, it's, doing it's what they thought it would do. And uh, and it's been so wonderful, and not just the Mule House itself. I mean, uh, Blair and Eric have been such great parts of this community, and uh, they certainly they personally contributed to making this a great community. And uh, so this is, you know, it, it, it appears that at least in this capacity, in the capacity of the Mule House, Blair and Eric will no longer. But, I mean, who knows? The new owner might, uh, you know, make a deal with them to continue operation. Who, who knows? I mean, we don't yeah, but know. but something like that, too, you got to have activities every week on a regular basis in order to pull in enough revenue to keep it open. So no, the cost, there's Columbia, no... Yeah. Columbia's just not a place that's got a lot of discretionary revenue for people to go to concerts and stuff. Every now and then, yes, but... Not on a, a weekly basis, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know whether that's the problem or not. They've had great crowds at their events over there. Uh, it's, I guess, it's a question of you know how much they were able to charge those crowds, and so. And, and these big acts are so expensive, um, you know. If you don't have, yeah, they a, price them out. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you don't. It's just a math problem. I mean, you, you, look. You know, you're not going to be able to sell a ticket for and, four and, or five hundred. You know, I've, I've never run a music venue before, so I, I really in the entertainment industry, I'm learning a little bit about it in radio. But uh, 
you know, I, I don't know that business. But uh, it didn't appear, you know, just we just heard little things. And then the things that you saw that they were doing, you were sort of going, yeah, they're probably not making a lot of money on that, you know, even with maybe a packed house, you know. And uh, <clears throat> so that's uh, – and and – I don't think the full cost of the Mule House has ever been uh, uh, disclosed, but it's millions of dollars. And yeah, they did a lot of work yeah, on that place, you know, to convert so, it. So yeah, the the payback, the amortization of that kind of capital investment would be a huge, huge uh, nineteen thousand square feet. Yeah, but um, it's a beautiful place on the inside. Oh, you know, it is outside too. And, yeah. and and again, it's not just the Mule House, which was great, still is great, and for all we know, will continue to operate the way that it has. Uh, but like I said, uh, Eric and Blair have uh, been such a wonderful addition to this community. I think they, I think they moved here what maybe about seven eight years ago, Clayton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's just hope it gets some new owners, and they maybe continue doing something with it and and trying to do uh, improved activities, you know? Yeah, and I hope that Eric and Blair go on to continue to be part of this community and do good things. Uh, So that's that's a little sad, a little troubling, but I don't think it's not even out there on social media, and we thought our listeners ought to know about it. Uh, uh, Excuse me. All right. Uh, Murray County Drug Task Force is on its job, Del. They they just arrested some twenty seven people between in, in Middle Tennessee, Columbia, Mount Pleasant, Alaska, that were pushing cocaine, crack cocaine, amphetamines. Uh, so they're on their on their job on the task force. Yeah, that's one of their periodic busts where they've had people out making undercover buys. Uh and uh you know, it's it's it, it can be effective in slowing down the drug trade for sure. I'll never forget one. I had one uh, back in the early days when they first got cameras, and uh, I was prosecuting this fellow for dealing drugs. And so, I mean, these these were the early black and white cameras, and the undercover guy <clears throat> had somehow put a cal- a, a camera in the. Uh, you know, a cooler like to keep Coca-Colas or beer in or whatever and put it in the seat right beside him. And, of course, the people who were selling drugs would come up to the passenger side window as he would pull over toward him while going down the street. And so this fellow I was prosecuting, you know, he comes up to the passenger side window and you see him hand over, uh, you know, some cocaine and uh, undercover guy gets some money and, you know, the the defendant, the cocaine dealer, is still right there in the passenger window. But then he leans in and sticks his head and body through the open passenger window, gets right in front of the camera. I mean, right in front of the camera, and points at his face. And he says to the undercover guy, Now, don't forget this face. I am your drug dealer. When you need drugs, you call on me. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> oh, me. There you go. Well, that fellow served a lot of, about 20 years in jail. 
and is now out and living right down the road from me in Columbia, Tennessee. Um, and I wish him the best. But yeah, um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, I think a defense attorney is really going to have a tough time with yeah, with that evidence right there. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Unless he's in pharmaceutical sales, uh, but yeah, obviously yeah. that wasn't the case. So uh, let's see. Uh, here's a new article about uh, uh, saying that almost about what almost all white liberal white women have in common: uh, histrionic, borderline, and narcissistic personality disorders. Uh, reference what I was talking about yesterday. So, uh, you yeah, those uh, four women of the view certainly were exhibit A for that. Uh, I'd like to congratulate Mayor Chaz Mulder on his article. Uh, where the charter school operators trying to sidestep uh, the Common Core curriculum, he's trying to ease into Murray County. Uh, Sheila Butts, along with Scott Sapickney and Joe Hensley, all supported a bill in 2015 not to bring Common Core to the state of Tennessee, and this is what uh, Schwink is trying to do behind Hillsdale College and. I suggest you read the article that Mayor Mulder has put forward. Uh, it, it educates us on what's going on in terms of how they're trying to politically sidestep uh, and ease that common core curriculum into our county. Well, again, you know, uh, you and the mayor are espousing a conspiracy theory, uh, and that one truly is, particularly the Hillsdale piece of it. Uh, second of all, uh, you and the mayor. I mean, there, there's people are supposed to do what's called, you know, I can't remember whether it's inductive or deductive, but the correct way to reason out a problem is to get facts, 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 sort the facts, come to a conclusion. That's what is the is the right way to do it. Now, people. Juries and other people sell them. So what you and Chaz Mulder have done is decided that you're against. You you do it the other way around. You've decided that you are against charter schools. So you go looking for reasons to be against them. And but uh, Delk, Delk Schwink said right on this station that he was not connected care. to Hillsdale College, and his boss is an employee of Hillsdale College. Well, what so if that was not the I truth? Mean, my response. To that, I mean, instead of responding for the, you know, that they're not, which they're not, I mean, I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll just say, okay, what if they are? That's a great thing. Okay, okay so they're easy mark. Money's coming to this county, lots of it. Mr. So York, easy mark. Uh, once again, you, you top. and the mayor are just against charter schools and looking for any reason you can discredit, torture them, conspiracy theory them, or any way you can. You know, okay, just say it. I'm against charter schools under any set of circumstances. Don't care if they're associated with Hillsdale or the Southern Poverty Law Center. Don't want them. That's your position. I, I don't want Hillsdale anywhere around the students in this county. Ms. York, you don't want charter the, schools. Uh, the wrong type Ms. York, of would you support, support the charter school if, if Hillsdale were completely cut off and 
could not get close. I might, I might, Bull. I might support a charter school Bull. if it was if it was set up by the public school system. Yeah, yeah Mr. York, you, there is no way but, but that you would Hillsdale support. has a skewed, a skewed ideology. Hillsdale has a great ideology, and I wish Hillsdale was more involved in our public school system. So there, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, what's being proposed now does not involve Hillsdale being involved. And I can't understand why. You know, I love the mayor. I've known him since he was a little boy. He's a good mayor. The mayor of Columbia. He's ha- an excellent mayor. He's an excellent mayor. The the mayor of Columbia has absolutely nothing to do with Murray County Public Schools. Why is he sticking his oar into this fight? And because he sees the detriment of putting another well, ideological type well, of school in this community. It just, it's a small community, Dell. First of all, he's not gonna be on the winning side and it destroys his credibility in this community where he's gratuitously picking a fight with the public school system uh, when it has nothing to do with the city of Columbia. And most two-thirds of this community is going to support charter schools. It exposes Chaz as the <laughs> as the liberal... It's, they're not going to support charter schools. Two-thirds of the community will support it, and this school board will vote them in, and with widespread community support, it, it pretty much lines up you know, conservatives against Democrats and liberals. This county is two-thirds conservative, one third Democrats and liberals, and this is going to line up exactly the Be same way. Be careful what you ask for; you just might get it. Well, I am going to get it, and we are again. We are down to our public schools now. Our public schools aren't just our statewide. Our public schools are bad, but unfortunately, Murray County public schools are the worst of the worst. So, so we need do, to fix them. Yeah, we need why, to. Why buy a new car when you can fix the one you got? And your only way to fix them is more money, Mr. York. We've That ain't going to work. Everybody knows it. We need to do something different, even if it's wrong. All right, we're out of here. What a quote to end the week. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Have a great week, folks. You can make